Also, before we start talking, I should probably check on my baby. My wife isn't here. Hold up one second. Go check on that baby. Don't you have, like, a baby monitor? What? Alright, and welcome to another episode of Real Men with Imaginary Issues. I am Clayton. Who are you guys? I'm Adam. And I'm Adam. And and I'm Adam. And I'm Clayton. And that's going to be the gang for today. <laughs> uh, we are going with a, uh, a dynamic duo strategy, if you will. We've got our, uh, our, our commander-in-chief... Corbin is out traveling. I think John is also out of town. So today we've got uh, the the one-two punch of Adam and Clayton. Yeah, which which I'm excited about. Yeah, I am too. It's an appropriate pairing. Now there's a strong possibility that this episode never makes it to the air, and I think with that in the back of my head today, I'm willing to just be a little crazy. I'm willing to sounds- I'm willing to notch things up a scotch. Knowing that no one might ever hear this, we'll even we'll even put the we'll name this episode like episode X yeah, or something for experimental. Yeah, let's not refer to an episode number. We don't know what episode number this will be or if it will even be real. Well, see, no, that's you can't. I don't think we can go with X then, right? Because Apple, there, it's now the iPhone X, and apparently that I, means ten. So you know, I was actually thinking stupid. that as I was saying episode X. How about like? Episode, you can't use a question mark in a file name, so like... Yeah, what about giving it a name? Can we just write EX then? Can we spell out X? Well, well, I was thinking we could just name it the Xander Chronicles. Oh. I like that. (laughs) We'll go with that for now, unless we think of something better. Yeah, because anytime anytime we run into this situation again... We'll just we'll just log these episodes away into the Xander Chronicles, and maybe they make it, maybe they don't. You know, like a little sperm on its way to the egg. Some of them <laughs> are gonna. Happens. It's it's totally oh, up, it's up for grabs. That's a lot of guys who didn't make it. I hope we don't have that many episodes in the uh, in the Xander Chronicles. That's 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 millions. Yeah, X stands for zygote. <laughs> Your spelling is. On I'll be point. honest, I have no idea how to spell zygote. <laughs> Pretty sure it's a Z, but yeah, we'll, we'll roll with we'll roll with X for zygote. I, you could spell Xander with a Z, and it would. <laughs> oh boy! Okay, off to off to a good start. Strong. Uh, you know, it, it it should be said that I personally have known Adam way longer than John or Corbin. Mm. Adam and I go way back, which is why. Which is why it feels like a like a good pairing. We get each other more so than others. Is it safe to say we're we're better than Corbin and John? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I I, ag- I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that's an easy one. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know what? Um, let's not delabor. Nope, not the right word. The process anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam, I have a question for you. Let's do it. Let's jump right in. I just, 
I, I need you to really think here and put yourself in this situation. I need you to buy in. All right. Because you never know when this may happen. You're in a horrible accident. Okay. And you hear the doctor tell you that you're going to lose one of your legs. Mm. We'll say we'll say your right leg. While in the operating room, you are not under any sort of uh, major anesthesia at this point, but while in the operating room, your surgeon says, all right, listen, here's the deal. You've got four options. Okay. You can either leave your leg, which we're going to remove. It's got to go. You can either leave it as a stump, a stub. That's option one, is that you just lose it. Stump and stub are the same. I think so, but I just wanted to use both of them just in case. Okay. Just in case there's a difference. I wasn't sure if that was a medical thing that uh, (laughs) we're going to need another doctor for. (laughs) Put that that on the list. Okay. Uh, Option one, though, is that you just lose the leg. All you have there is a stub. Option two is you replace your leg with a shotgun. Mm. Option three, you replace your leg with a trash compactor. And option four... You replace your leg with a universal TV remote. Oh. I'm not going to get into the technology and okay. medical procedure involved here. It just happens. Okay. So we're just... all Whatever whatever attaches, whatever sort of biotronic... Okay. So really it's the deal. situation where the, op- the, the doctor gives me the choice and then I go to sleep for a surgery and I wake up and then this thing is just there. Whatever, it or, is. or you choose to not get either of those three things. You could just have you could just you just, could just leave your leg as a stub. Okay, stump. Okay, stub. Okay. Uh, I have a couple questions to start off with. I, I think my fans would be upset with me if I didn't ask what kind of shotgun is it? Twelve gauge, double barrel. What company makes the shotgun? Oh man, I'm not good at gun stuff. How about? <laughs> Does Smith and Wesson make a shotgun? No. How about Remington? Is really yes. Okay. Them. Them. Okay. It's them. All right. All right. That's fair. Uh, how did I answer? How did I answer that question? By the way, knowing that I really am. I was. Imp- you named two legitimate firearms companies. Yeah. Relatively quick. Good. Yeah, I was impressed. I um, felt good about it. That yeah. Was small victory. Okay. Uh, the the trash compactor. In my mind, mm-hmm. when I think. Trash compactor. I'm th- I'm thinking like the thing that crushes cars, and I'm just yes. I'm kind of seeing me dangling off the side of one of those. <laughs> You're thinking way too big. Okay, yeah, you can um, imagine. Um, gosh, I think they have them in a lot of offices, or sometimes connected to like the little like a little trash can with a drawer that pulls out. Yeah, and you can push it back in and hit the compact button. Yeah. We're talking much smaller scale, is what I'm trying to explain. So, okay, um, roughly, uh, I will say that now the trash compactor is the largest of the three items. Mm-hmm. The dimensions of this trash compactor that attaches to your leg: two and a half feet long by six inches by six inches. Oh, that's a good. It's it's a good size, okay. but but they size it to where it ends up equaling the. Okay. Exact same length as your other leg, so it's a, it's adjustable. Yeah, to oh, yeah. some degree. Okay, so just off the bat, I think I would. I'm gonna. I'm leaning towards shotgun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think the the ba appeal 
is there. Um, no doubt. I could, Indubitably. I could be on some hunting shows. Uh, maybe I'd have to play the, you know, I'm the the sympathy card a little bit where I was in an accident and they're going to put me on the show because they feel bad for me and I sewed a shotgun to my leg. But at the same time, like, I would be next to the professional hunter guy in the boat hunting ducks and I'd be, you know, laying down on my back with my leg up in the air trying to pull off some pretty cool stuff. Um, Absolutely. Is there is there a trigger? Is the trigger sticking out and I have to, like, reach down with my hand and pull the trigger while holding my leg? Yes. Okay, okay. You still have to operate the gun with a trigger... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. There's still a trigger. Right. So I'm load. I'm loading it the same way. Trigger the same way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All of the above. Um, trash compactor to me, I don't. I don't see the appeal as much. Like it would be cool to compact trash, but I don't do that all that often. Um, you can compact anything. That's true. But the question is, what? Uh, candles work well. Keep going. Just keep going. Um, if you wanted to put a bunch of pieces of wood in there and make just like a nice square log, you know, like what about like you've got what about press okay. juices? I mean, those are pretty popular. Lots of press juiceries popping up around the country. Could I open you know, up my own press juicery with my leg? They say the this particular model of trash compactor does come with an attachment. Oh, do they say that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's got a juicer attachment. Not, not a, not the same type of juicer as a commercial grade, but it's, it's a, it's a fruit presser. Okay. So if I'm in the situation where I'm going to open up a side of the road lemonade stand, I could do lemonade. I could do juices. I could probably pull off a smoothie if I could get some ice in there, which I'm imagining I could. No, um, no ice. I, you know, you couldn't pull up. It just, it. There's no blades. There's no rotating motion it just yeah. pushes everything it mashes it all a smoothie is a bad idea okay so for me i it's really it's only between the shotgun and the the trash compactor which is yeah. uh, the other i mean i don't want to go stump there's really no fun in that i'm in the same situation where i don't have my actual leg regardless and then i don't get a mm-hmm. cool thing attached to it i think i would have to go with shotgun in my mind I could stick, you know, like a little foot attachment in the barrel if I needed to walk. Just plug a shoe up on, up up the barrel, mm-hmm. and then wear jeans. Have a somewhat normal looking situation. Uh, now, if it's a double barrel shotgun with a hinge, basically the you know the barrel hinges open and it you load it <laughs> from the back. Yeah. Then I got. I might even have a makeshift knee. <laughs> just just. Just position that hinge right yeah. where your knee is, and you get a little joint to walk. I could okay. potentially have a knee joint. Now, let me let me make sure you're considering this. Okay. Just because you pick the stub option in the operating room, yeah, it doesn't mean you couldn't get some sort of prosthesis down the road, some sort of prosthetic leg. Okay, I see what you're at saying. At some point, you're saying so. It's I pick the shotgun on one leg, chop the other leg off and could get a prosthetic bazooka or another weapon <laughs> to go with it. Okay. Um, that is not what I was saying, but but we'll go with that. That's a good trade of thought. I didn't even too. think about that and that's 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 pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you're I mean you could you could really build up an I'm arsenal. thinking negatives. I mean like it would be tough to go through a metal detector and get on an airplane for for a while. 
Um, I'd probably be on a lot of blacklists. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, it might be hard to swim with a shotgun attached for a leg. Um, I'd have to kiss my snorkeling career goodbye. It's going to be way harder to float. And if I can't, if I can't scuba, what's this all about? <laughs> um, but yeah, at the same time, the pros are just too professional, and I can't, I can't say. And no. you, now, let me ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this. You think that because, in my opinion, you can tell me if you agree with this or not. Yeah. You would get way more use out of a universal remote, but you're saying that the the cool factor, if you will, yeah. the BA factor of the shotgun is going to outweigh the actual the actual uh, amount of use that you'd get out of it. For sure. See, for me, it's the universal TV remote. I am so sick and tired of losing remotes everywhere. Mm. If I get all of my things programmed to my leg, <laughs> I'm, li- I'm living large. When you So, I mean, that's a great point. And not to belabor the topic, but... How universal is the universal remote? As universal as technology possibly allows. Can you control, like, your car and your thermostat oh. and your refrigerator? Any any electrical item that is capable of having signals sent to it. Okay. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, oh yeah, like the uh, remote start for your car. Absolutely, that's a button. How... How would that affect walking, though? That's the that's the biggest downside. Is that it's not going to be the same length as as a leg. Can you it's, get a prosthesis that gets added to it that could make up the distance? Yeah, I mean, for one, you said that word really well. <laughs> Great job. Words are my friend. And and yes, you can because actually, you know, most prosthetics are like they're hollow coming in. You could just size it. You could have a Compartment mm. where your remote could stick through. Buttons are still accessible. I think you could. It would cost a little bit more. You'd have to get a custom custom built. But aren't they all custom built? They're Maybe. probably all custom built. I'm gonna guess they are. <laughs> I don't think that those are just running through assembly lines being produced. So yeah, uh, I would. Point. I, I I think that you could work out a, pros- a prosthetic leg situation worked around the universal remote and yet still have the ability to control. Many multiple pieces of technology. Fair so, point. That's my. It would be my choice. Fair point. I think it. Yeah, the walking for me would be the the hard part. <laughs> okay, I have I have a question. I have Boy, several. I have several questions. Uh, I was thinking about doing this this discussion, uh, the Xander Chronicles, and I said, "Do I want to do some Would You Rather?" Rather, ah, ah, ah. You can... nailing it tonight. Where I'm going is. I want to talk about hypothetical scenarios. Okay. And ones... I'm going to start off with one that is definitely realistic and to some has probably occurred. I haven't Ooh. had this situation ever happen to me specifically, but I imagine many have. Um, and I'm going to get more and more obscure. hypothetical. Yeah, obscure as we, yeah. As we go. Um, okay, I'm with you. Here's, here's the first one. You walk into a Walmart... Just an average Walmart, and, and let's say that um, you're at peak hours, right? So, let's say 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Tons of no people way. there. Is that, that's is that, the is that not hours. Is that not peak hours? I haven't Dude, been to a Walmart hour, in a while. 5.30 to 7.30. Walmarts out on the West Coast are like the slums of the shopping <laughs> world. Like, you don't that's go there it, unless you're just looking for drugs. 
That was a very bigotry sounding thing you just said, but it's the same way in the East Coast. So okay, all right. I just remember the Walmart. The Walmart in Lynchburg was like hopping. Like (laughs) people loved that place. That was Lynchburg, Virginia. That's like Uh, that was like the that was like the meeting grounds for the city. It was like it was like town center. Yeah, it didn't make any sense, but yeah, Seattle Walmart's are you don't you really don't want to be there late at night. Seattle, oh. everyone's probably just shopping at, like, Fresh Market and, okay. All right, and so like, Trader Joe's, but yeah. Dude, there's okay, there's on. markets that don't, they're, they're so hipster you can't even pronounce the names, and there's only one mm. of them, and yeah. Anyway, uh, most things are like that here. Let's put you in Lynchburg, Virginia, Walmart. I like it. And I'm just going to say, you're, you're 16, all your friends are there, and their parents are shopping, and you're looking for a movie... And all of a sudden, you realize that you are about to have an episode of butt-burning diarrhea. Uh, BBD. Yeah. It is okay. about to go down. And Did you say my are my parents are there, too, or just ev- my friends? Ev- everyone's parents are there. The, okay. the Walmart is full of, filled of people from your childhood past. Um, oh. Yeah, there's tons of people. You get stricken with a bad case of BBD, and you begin a frantic search for the bathroom. But let's okay. let's be honest. It's the Lynchburg Walmart, so you know exactly where it is. Uh, you take off to the bathroom. You get in, and without even thinking, you just grab the first stall, and you just you can you proceed to paint the toilet and and just explode. Um, <laughs> in the seconds after, you notice that there's no toilet paper in the stall. Uh. There are other people in the bathroom in the urinals. You duck, okay. you duck your head under, and you look on the stalls left and right of you. There's also no toilet paper in those stalls. You poke your head up, and you look at the walls, and there's no paper towels. It's all hand dryers. It's, it's totally so, paperless. It's totally 100% paperless. <laughs> like a West Coast business. You have got poop running down your leg. You've got Fuck. it. On the, <laughs> on the toilet. Why, why would it be running down my leg, dude? It's 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 explosive. It's that bad. It's an explosive it's case. Okay. It's an explosive case. Uh, you had some refraction from the toilet bowl, like it, it ricocheted from the toilet bowl. <laughs> it was moving so fast and it came back and hit your leg. And That's the question, the, the question is, what what do you proceed to do? How do you okay. handle the BBD and the, the situation in the toilet bowl? Understood. Okay. I have. I think I have what it's exactly the right answer for this. I sort of know it's the right answer because I found myself in an almost similar situation. Yeah. Many, many, many moons ago. In hindsight, I know what I should have done. And yeah. I know what I would do in this situation. Here's the plan. First off, take my pants off completely before they get <laughs> stooled. Before they get stooled. <laughs> Wait, is this... Is this after you've pooped? Well, that's what I have to do, right? Yeah, this has to be after. I mean, I'm assuming that I am at... Uh, right now, I've got shoes, socks, pants, and underwear at my ankles. Yeah. Trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. And and apparently, I've got some feces, like, quickly approaching the pants, is what it sounds like, if it's coming down my leg. Correct. You are correct. Okay. All right, so I whip those things off as quick as I can. Okay. So that I don't get anything on them. And that's, that's because- priority one, is... Absolutely. Remove, remove pants. Absolutely. Okay. Pants are coming off. Put them over the side of the wall. 
waiting as, for a, as a warning Larry. flag to all others in the area. Sure. Like, yeah. guys, guys, whatever's <laughs> happened, the pants are gone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the next move is this. I don't care if they're Giorgio Armani, like, $400 underwear. Yeah. They're about to be done away with. Because that's what I use to clean myself up. I got to use the underwear. I say, yeah. I, I hopefully they're not very fancy. Hopefully they're just like some fruit of the looms, Hanes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Clean myself up as good as possible. Which with a good pair of underwear, that's 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 a pretty good amount of surface area. Yeah, I think I could get myself pretty darn clean with the underwear. Drop them in the toilet, play taps, whatever. They're done. You're saying goodbye. Okay. And then pants go back on. Commando, fine, whatever. I don't care. Then my socks, then my shoes, because I did... Well, my socks I probably didn't take off. Maybe I did, just to be safe. <laughs> Pants and socks. <laughs> Pants, socks, shoes, they all came off initially. Okay. Cleaned myself up with the underwear, ditched them, said goodbye, put my clothes back on, walk out, no one even knew. Now, in the scenario... Yeah. ...that I was already commando before I went into that bathroom, things get dicey. And how... I mean, let's be honest, you probably spend a lot of time in Walmart... Commando. Um, yeah, like seventy-five percent of my trips to Walmart, I'm probably going Commando. Yeah. Maybe eighty. If it's a weekend, definitely. But um, so if that if it's a weekend if it's a weekend Walmart outing, you're not gonna be able to clean yourself up as good with the socks. But I definitely sacrifice those. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I think. My, see, if, my if, thought was socks. My thought initially was, oh, okay, shoes gone. Go to the socks. Stop the bleeding. Uh, you know, tie them around my knees so they can only trickle so far. And then maybe... Suture, suture your legs. <laughs> oh, it sucks. Okay. And then, yeah, and then maybe go with the underwear if if needed. If the socks yeah. weren't enough. You know, so- it, but, I'm just thinking, yeah. socks are easier to get rid of. Like, I'd be, I'd be more okay parting with the socks than mm. the underwear on average. You don't, you don't want to ditch your, uh, your, your David Archie. Yeah. Great underwear. Yeah. I don't know who got you those, by the way. It must have been a really cool person. Pretty if you sure it was you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's let's consider that one put to bed. I think that was the correct answer. Thank um, you. Again, there there's scenario questions, so there's lots of possibilities. I'll move yeah. on to the next one. One that that is common. I think a lot mm. of people think through this hypothetical situation, but it's never happened to them. Is is the desert island situation? So okay. what I'd like to throw out, and I'll give you some options, and we'll we'll walk through the scenario together and come out on the other side. You're in an airplane. You take off. Okay. You're on the way to Hawaii, and your plane gets diverted right right as you're about to land for for whatever issue. There's something on the runway. Who knows? You're in the cabin. You have you have no idea. You never um, do. You never know. And, uh, you know, you're about to land, the guy throttles up, and the airplane takes back off, and you pull out into the ocean, and you start making a big loop, and then uh, you hear you hear some engine parts rattling around. And, Never good. you know, all of a sudden, your plane is now headed towards the Pacific Ocean. And uh, you do what most people do, and that is assume you're going to die. Let's be honest, most everyone will. And... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you assume the fetal position, you know, the tuck and roll kind of a thing. You uh, you look behind you to make sure there are no people that weigh more 
than 300 pounds in the seats behind you because let's all be honest anyone above 300 is gonna just rip out of the seat and become a (laughs) cannonball as as the plane crashes a very heavy projectile that's a fact so hey can i just yeah i interject just real can my family not be with me in this can it just is it just me on a business trip yeah it's just you oh it's just thank goodness business trip to hawaii okay that makes it so much better yeah keep going yeah it well it doesn't it doesn't um plane hits the hits the ocean pretty much everything explodes there's water everywhere uh things go dark and lo and behold in the middle of the chaos you stay conscious somehow inexplicably you stay conscious uh, you know, you you are able to reach down in the water and unbuckle yourself from the seat. You kind of look around and uh, you grab a floating cushion and you are able to swim up to the surface. And you're unscathed. You're unscathed, yeah. right? No, so, no immediate injuries. So I probably did like a CrossFit workout before I got on the plane. Yes. Yes. So I'm superhuman at that point. Yes, you've been paleo dieting for a couple uh, months, and you ready. are virtually immortal, as the <laughs> dietitians would have you believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you've you've got your your seat cushion. There's plane wreckage everywhere. You're looking around. Um, you know what do I do? Looking for other people. Don't see anybody. Um, but in the distance, you do notice a tiny island, and there's lots of tiny islands near the Hawaiian Islands. Um, many of them are are not named, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, you're mm-hmm. you begin to swim to one, and you know you given enough time, couple hours of swimming, you make it to the beach. The questions at this point are what a, as soon as you hit the beach, you have mm-hmm. your clothes on you, and you know, and a, a, a floaty pillow cushion. What do you do immediately? I mean, what's your plan of action? How do you go okay. about? You know, sequence of operations right away. All right, let me start by apologizing mm-hmm. to any survivalist out there. My answer is probably not going to be great, but here goes. Yeah, yeah. I probably start by getting naked because I want my clothes to be dry. <laughs> yeah. Forch- fortunately. This is the second scenario now where the first thing you've done has just been to remove your pants. You know, do what feels natural. Okay. Um, thank goodness it wasn't a weekend and I actually was wearing underwear because yeah. those are going to come in handy later. Okay. Elastic is a premium on deserted islands. Yes. I, I gotta believe that shelter is my primary concern, but I also just want to get an idea for what's happening on this island. I mean, I'm pretty sure that, like, whenever I get there, is it pretty obvious that this is a deserted island, that there's no one around for... Yes. Hundreds of miles yes. in any direction ever. For all okay. intensive purposes, let's let's say it's the Castaway Island, right? It's 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 not a huge island, but it's not yeah. so small that it's just you know one tree, and yeah. that's it. It's it's a sizable island, but small enough for you to look around and notice that okay, there's there's no signs of life here. There's yeah, you know, I can see most of the island from where I am. Yeah, um, well, it's, it's because tiny. if it's like if I think that I'm in a spot that's even remotely close to some sort of civilization, yeah. then that might change my... Like, I might put a lot more effort into building a super, like, smoky fire, like, right off the bat. Like, maybe someone can actually see me. But if I'm, like... But if I'm, like, like way, way far removed from all forms of life, and it's like, I gotta just survive, 
and I'm not going to be rescued for a while, then then my efforts don't go towards just, like, making a massive fire right off the bat. Like, I probably just start thinking, okay, let me figure out what's happening. I definitely build a shelter right off the bat. I want a place to sleep, and I, ugh, I don't want to be on the ground when I sleep. Who does? Ugh, sand. Dude, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I want to be elevated. Honestly, I think, and I think I could actually do this. I, I'm trying to put myself there mentally. Mm-hmm. I think I take it relatively easy. I think I don't go crazy. I don't think I'm like rushing around like crazy and you know, oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta. I think I probably try to just like mellow out and like say, all right, this is my life now. Today, before the sun goes down, yeah, I'm gonna have a place to sleep. Okay, off the ground. So sum up and then sum up for me. Day one. Day one is literally just this. It's get naked pants. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. Pants and everything. Okay. And then just, all I, all I really care about is just, by the time night rolls around, I want to have a place um, a place to sleep up off the ground. Okay. And I want to have done some recon. Just scope the area out and see if there's anything that resembles a water source, I think is probably the main thing that I'm thinking about okay. with my initial day of recon. Okay, so let me or let me add yeah, some info. Ahead. Right, so day one, check, I'm with yeah. you. That's Those are the choices okay. you've made. You've, you've now going to live with them. You discover that the island does have a wide variety of vegetation. That's Palm trees and ferns and plants. Um, Coconuts. There's Coconuts. A, there's a mountain on the island that's small. Uh, there's really not a lot of animals. You don't see a lot of birds or anything like that. Um, it's mostly vegetation, but there is a water source. There's a fresh okay. water source above you on this mountain. Um, mm. Again, small, but but sizable enough to, to probably sustain you. Um, okay. You wake up on day two, and yep. many of the packages and stuffs have washed mm. onto shore. Good and news. And you go through the process of, of opening it, and what you find is, for the most part, 99% clothing. Lots of pairs of shoes, a couple belts, pants, shorts, jackets, things of that nature. And with that knowledge, what does your day two look like? Day two is the day that I think a lot about food. Glad to hear about the vegetation. Mm-hmm. I think that day two, I, 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 yeah, gather plenty of food, eat something. Hopefully there's coconuts. I can, like, drink coconut water, too. Because it sounds like the trek to the water source is going to, like, take, like, a whole, like, at least half a day. Yeah. So if I can get, is there, if I can get some coconuts, I'm going to hold off on, on venturing to the water source. In mm-hmm. fact, let me think here, because coconuts are hard to get into. Especially because the water inside, if you just break the whole thing open, you lose all the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. I do have to do some major scavenging through the clothes and see if there's anything that could be used as, like, a nail. If I can't find that, then I find something that I can use to puncture a coconut. I, I, I invest a lot of effort into that because okay. to be able to puncture a coconut would be really valuable. Okay. Um, I also break open a few coconuts and eat flesh on that. So day, so day two is pretty much I'm, coconut. I mean, day. I'm thinking a, I'm, it's it's coconut day. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, well, yeah. that's that's a that's a decent approach. All right, so day three. Yeah. Day three, uh, you get really excited because you okay. see a helicopter in wow. the air, and the helicopter is buzzing the ocean, uh, possibly looking for plane parts. 
you're not really sure. You you scramble and you're like, I gotta make a fire. I gotta I gotta do something right. I gotta I gotta flag his helicopter. Um, but in the process of trying to assemble things for a signal, the helicopter diverts its its swooping and comes directly to your island. And okay. uh, actually, it spots you immediately. Okay. Um, the helicopter lowers itself, you know, to maybe 15, 20 feet above above the sand, and you're like, let's go, I'm going to be saved. And they, an army guy slides open the helicopter door and with a megaphone yells out to you, attention, naked man, um, mm-hmm. you have unfortunately crash-landed on one of the only islands with the plague. We can't rescue you at this time because we haven't figured out how to deal with the disease that you are now contagious with. Nice. Um, in fact, it's it's very likely that you're going to die from the plague wow. in in a couple months. Yeah, so uh, okay. you know, hold tight for for a rescue plan. But in the meantime, you know, we can we can deliver you some food, uh, some water, anything. You know, pretty much the standard military types of stuff. So they give you the the choice of they'll they'll give you one weapon. You're allowed to pick one meal, and you're also allowed to pick one medicine, and they'll come back the next day with that stuff. What do you pick? And again, you're you're living on an island that's full of the plague, and yeah. your 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 hope of rescue has now drastically changed. Yeah. Well, the medicine's easy because I just I'll take plague medicine. Thank you. <laughs> just I assume that there's there's no medicine, so that was a joke. I don't um, know what plague medicine is. <laughs> Medicine, um... Ugh, I'm bad at medicine. I never take it. I'm very anti-medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, medicine, I think the best thing, the most likely thing that happens to me is that I get some sort of infection. That would be the most scary. I definitely don't take Tylenol or pain... That's a joke. Probably some sort of uh, antibiotic if I can get that. Something that, that can fight off infection if I get that. So I'll take that as my medicine. As my weapon, let me ask this question... His lightsaber on the table. Yes. Okay, well, I don't ever choose anything besides that. <laughs> so, if that's on the table, thank you very much. It's going to make chopping wood way easier. Yeah. I'm going to, it's going to take some practice, obviously. I can, I was going to think about getting something that would help me with gathering food, but you know what? Yeah. A lightsaber, a lightsaber could help me start fires, it could actually cook food. There is so much you could do. With a if lightsaber. I get a lightsaber, I mean, gosh, I'm feeling... I don't want him to pick me up after <laughs> a month or two. Especially if I have to give the lightsaber back. Can you fish with a lightsaber? No, but you can... <laughs> see, I think fishing, like, finding something that you can turn into, like... Yeah. Like you got all this clothing and everything. I, I feel like you could make some sort of fishing line. Okay. You could hopefully... I don't know. You, you I think... A, a makeshift fishing line is is possible. Okay. It might take some time to get it right. Okay, it keeps it snap on you, but I think I could make that happen. But because you're right, you did say that there's not a lot of animals on the island itself, so I got to no. rely on fish. That is a good point. Lightsabers, I don't think, do a lot of good in the water, but it's lightsabers. <laughs> so I'm this, obviously picking. This it. is the hard question: Do I want I'm, to survive or do I want a lightsaber? And I think yeah. you have to go with lightsaber. I mean, it's... If they're offering it up. That's the easiest part of this whole discussion. Yes. The meal... Let me think about this. This, I could really... I could really use this to my advantage if they offered me one meal. What would really be great... Uh, I don't know if I want to wait that long. I was going to say I could pick a meal 
that has some sort of like fruit in it that like has seeds that I could use to plant other fruit and grow, but that's yeah, too much work. Mm. I don't know. Probably just like a steak and potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good choice. It's not a bad choice. You're surrounded by fish. Uh, there's so much opportunity in the meal. Do they have to give me a steak knife whenever I ask for that? No, you get no cutlery. It's just it's going to be a packaged uh, meal, military style. They're going to oh, drop it to you in a large, I large see. crate, and you'll have just uh-huh. plenty of those. Oh, they keep delivering the same meal over and over again? No, no, no. They're going to oh. drop you a crate with you know a couple hundred of these meals. Oh. It'll, it'll only be that meal. Oh, great. We sort of addressed this... Um, not long ago in our podcast. I'm so happy we had that discussion. Sort of. Yeah. I mean, it's like a, if you had to eat one meal for, we said, the rest of your life. But I think it applies here. Ironically, John, um, John picked coconuts. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, but I already have coconuts, so I'm good there. I What did I pick then? I picked that again. What was it? <laughs> you tell me. I don't know. Just rewind the tape and I pick that. All right. It's a... It's going to be a meal that comes in a bowl and has a lot of different ingredients, and I don't remember what I said, but I picked that. So pho. Go back to, it's similar to pho, like a, like poke bowl, like a, is that what I picked? Do you like poke? We can go with poke. But yeah, poke is fish, and again, you're surrounded by fish. All right, too late. You've picked poke. Um, so the government, what was your medicine again? Antibiotics for my infections that I might get. What kind of antibiotics? I don't know. Just the best one. Okay. Not not penicillin. I am allergic to that. Okay. Yeah, you definitely don't want that. I don't know. One of the other illins. Uh, there's streptomycin. There's gentamicin and doxycycline. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Doxycycline for sure. Okay. Okay. Definitely um, doxy. Okay. So the government shows up the next day and they deliver you a giant box of. <sighs> Doxycycline, uh, a giant box of pho. Poke, just, okay. Oh, yeah, sorry, poke. Um, they laugh because it's fish. And <laughs> and then they deliver you a lightsaber. Unfortunately, the lightsaber was purchased from Walmart, and it's a plastic one because um, lightsabers aren't real. So they're a little confused, but they do deliver you that. I walked right into that uh, yeah. one. Yeah, and then they, uh, they, they say, you know what, we're still working on it. Um, We'll probably come back tomorrow, but uh, you know, before ah, we right. before we do, we want to know: Do you would you like your family delivered to the island here with you? No, no way, no, no. Mm-mm. So that's a that's a selfish move to bring my family and get the. Plague. So the situation is you you have an unidentified, undetermined amount of time on this island with with no hope of rescue or or a normal life. Do you want? your family there to live with you or let the family stay in you know wherever it is you live yeah i have a normal life but you're not there you're not in it i know i get that i don't want my family to have the plague i'll write to them okay that's day that's day 16 on the island as i find utensils to write letters um maybe the military guys will be nice and give me something okay in fact once I get myself established and I've got my routines and I know that I'm gonna like be able to survive for a while yeah I I write all the time okay that's gonna be like how I cope with this whole thing I'm gonna okay. write like crazy that's, that's not a bad strategy writing writing's gonna keep me sane I'll also do a fair amount of exercising okay I think I think we can call that 
discussion topic good. I feel like you you walked through that legitimately. Things I would do different. Uh, number one, uh, the plague is curable uh, today. Modern antibiotics will kill the plague. In fact, the one that you picked will kill the plague. Uh, so you don't don't have an issue there. That's um, <laughs> shoot. Oh, man, oh, I could have got my family there. Uh, I think I would have picked for the weapon something to, to fish with. Well, that was literally my very first option, but then you said lightsaber was an option, and how could I ever say no to that? You can... Today, walk into a store and purchase yourself a lightsaber. I get that. Okay. Thanks, Adam. You tricked me. I get it. Congratulations. They're on a helicopter. They're screaming at you with a a bullhorn. They don't specify if it's real or not. Yeah, man. The U.S. military, they've they've got lightsabers hidden away somewhere. You know they do. You know they do. We can probably ask our our guest guest about that because he's in the military. That actually might be a great lead-in question. Just because I know it's so highly <laughs> yeah. debated. But yeah, we need to know. Get him in here. Uh, I would just like to say that I am a longtime friend of the show. Um, I'm an avid listener. And uh, I, I'm glad that I finally got to have a guest spot on the show. I've been wanting to have a guest spot on the show. I, I think you are... So let me just give some background to Mark. Yeah. Um, we, the podcast team, the quad group, uh, we, we actually all know Mark. Mark is a good friend from school. Who has moved out him. to the uh, yeah to the West Coast and has found his way back into our lives after a couple years? And he is an avid listener of the show, provides a lot yeah. of good feedback. He is also one of the craziest people I know, and enjoys getting excited to leave the military. Is that a correct way to word that? Uh, yes. Okay, um, <laughs> that's correct. So, so with that said, as the first official guest of the show, or being, I guess, guest on the show. We've had a lot of cameos from Kim. Cameos. We have, <laughs> we have, a, we have a question we like to kick things off. So the, the okay. topic of discussion for this episode mm-hmm. has been hypothetical scenarios. And Can I actually just, can I just jump right in and say, Mark, does the U.S. military have lightsabers somewhere, somehow? They we must. Ne- we need to know. They have to have developed How real are they? by now. You know, there's so much stuff that <laughs> happens that we don't know about. To my knowledge, no. Mark, we needed you to have the inside information there. Oh, man. You're the closest of the three of us to having that information. So here is the question are that these we... Are notes down here? These are my notes. Oh, I like that. Um, <laughs> here is the actual question that we brought Mark into to help us discuss. Mm-hmm. And this is what I think about often, is, is I want to go to the Matrix, Let's 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 delve into the world of the Matrix, and by that I mean we could already be there. The oh man, for all yeah. we know, the movie with Keanu Reeves, where he's the chosen one or the one, um, and he's basically he escapes a computer world. I'm not going to explain it any more than that because if you haven't seen it, you're probably not a fan of the show. Let's be honest. Here, here's here's the situation. There's a scene in the movie where Morpheus and some of his his friends, his, his cohorts are sitting in a room. They're having a discussion, and they find notice that the agents are on their way, right? They've got less than a couple minutes before the super bad guys with essentially superpowers in the Matrix world are coming to kill them. What I want to talk about is, if you were sitting in that room with Morpheus, if you were aware of what the Matrix was, uh, you're not Neo, 
you're not Neo in this situation, but you're just one of the normal people. Chances are you're not going to be the chosen one. And there's three of us in this conversation, so we can't all be Neo. Uh, you're sitting in a chair, enjoying the, the fake world. You're eating your steak and potatoes. And you automatically get word that all the bad guys are coming to you. The It's kind of an open-ended question of, of what do you do. What I'd like to point you to is the fact that you have an operator on the other side of the line, right? We all familiar with the operator concept. Mm-hmm. You can ask that operator to pretty much download any information, skill, or or ability into your brain in in two minutes' time before these guys show up to kill you. And the question is, what do you do in the two minutes? And it's mm-hmm. just let's just say it's just you and Morpheus in a room. What do you do yeah. to make sure you get out? What do you what do you tell the operator? What do you need? Yeah, and can we maybe just shrink this open-ended thing in a little bit? Okay. Maybe. Because that is, there's a lot that can happen there. Yeah. And maybe let's just say that we exist in the Matrix like exactly how we are right now. With, with the, like we don't have any prior training, let's say. Is that yeah. a fair thing maybe to say? Yeah. So like, that is you know, correct. We, we don't. We haven't learned kung fu. That's right. You haven't gone through the neo treatment. You're mm-hmm. you're a newbie. What do we ha- like? Maybe like a pistol that we're carrying. Maybe. What, uh, I, I, can sure. You, can the sure. operator send guns? Let's just no, say that you're okay. in the standard yeah. Matrix garb. You've got a cool long black leather jacket. You've got multiple mm-hmm. belts. Uh, got some cool boots and and oh, the sunglasses. Can can we have the uh, old phone that? Yes, the old slider phone that was like the coolest thing yes. ever back in 1999 yeah. or whatever that thing yeah. came out. And, and for sure, yeah, you've got a pistol. Okay. But but to, to Clayton's okay. point, it's it's the same level of information you have in your brain right now. No special SWAT skills mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, but you can request anything you want. And so tell me, what is the uh, what's the download speed on new skill? Like how many new skills okay. do I get to pick? Don't you think the Matrix is probably upgraded within the last? So this is 2017. Yeah, I mean, it's pro- first of all, it's probably Wi-Fi. You're probably not getting plugged in. Well, you're already plugged in. In real life, you're plugged in. You're sitting in a chair. Okay. In a shit. Probably, no, you still probably need, a little Bluetooth. You still, you still need to hardwire into the Matrix. Otherwise, you can just be like, operator, get me out of this thing. Let's, Boom, see you later. Let's say oh, the sure. download, the average download is, is like 25 seconds. Okay, but we have two so, minutes. You have two minutes. Why don't you pick something divisible into tw- two minutes, Adam? Okay, fine. Tw- 20 seconds. Third, no. 10 seconds? Okay. Is that better? Is that easier? No, 20. 20, 20 checks out. That's good. So we, it, we get to pick it, six it depends skills. On the, depends on the size of the file. I'm oh, gonna no. You can pick, like, gonna... one really good skill. <laughs> or, like, five okay skills. I'm, I'm going to put it at 20. First okay. of all, there's a learning curve in the Matrix, right? Like, Neo got downloaded, like, Kung Fu, but he still had to... Like train in the matrix in order right? to learn how to like bend yeah. time and reality, right? Yeah, he knew kung fu yeah. instantaneously. Yeah, but he didn't know how to like use it within the mm. matrix. So you're right. That's right. like that, that's like magically learning a brand new language, but having never actually spoken it before. So yeah. like you really need to spend a little bit of time speaking it before you like actually know what you're doing. And then when he's trying to jump the building, I think I think he failed the first time. Mm-hmm. And then he was later to go and, and, and jump that gap between the buildings. So there's a learning curve. So it's something that you, oh gosh, I feel like if it was something really big, 
even if you did download, you wouldn't be good at it, like, immediately. You're actually hitting on something good there, Mark, that I thought of, which is I want something that I already have some sort of familiarity with a yeah. little bit. So, because, like you said, like, there's going to be, like, I can't just be like, I want to know how to Muay Thai. That's, I don't know. I'm very unfamiliar with that with that fighting style. But here's what I was thinking that would be great. At least one of the first skills that I'm going to download, at least I'm going to upgrade I want I want more uh, I want better parkour skills. Yeah, uh, I feel definitely. like I feel like I feel like with with agents closing in on me, the art of of parkour is going to be like key. Not that I have that, any sort of real level of parkour right now. <laughs> um, but I, I think for me, I devote I devote at least forty seconds, maybe forty five, to parkour. My my initial my initial reaction is two skills. First one is like intense marksmanship because if you shoot them, it, I mean, if you shoot the agents, it doesn't necessarily kill them, but it has a pretty significant effect. You can buy yourself more time. Yeah. So marksmanship would be one, and the second one would be like crazy stuntman level driving. Like I want to get mm. to a vehicle, mm. particularly yeah. a car, because to your good. point with the learning curve, yeah. I'm probably not going to be able to figure out a jet. Yeah. Right away, or a helicopter, something like that. It would have, you know, I I would need to practice it. But with a car, I already know how to drive a car. This would just give me the knowledge of how to like use the e-brake and drift and all kinds of other stuff. That would be very fun. I think uh, I think we're we're just average guys, right? You're just an average. So we're probably not even be as good as Morpheus or Trinity. And they were afraid of yeah. the agents, right? Like, did they even fight agents? I no, they ran. Yeah, Their they, strategy they was ran. run. So we would have to devote everything to running. But I was going to say maybe. Like, I don't remember how good the agents were in that movie, but, like, if you could get on some, like, Assassin's Creed-like level skills where you could pop your hood and just wander into a crowd and then everyone would forget, like, where you were. <laughs> just blend it. Like, oh, blending in would probably be a really good skill. So like, down- download the skill of blending. Yeah. Or, the art, like, the art change of hiding. clothes really fast. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> <laughs> Like that, Like, that video where, like, there's a guy who can, like... Completely, I think it's completely undressed in like one single second with like three moves. Like that's exactly. that's a pretty good skill. And, and, and then be and, able to do a while on the run. <laughs> so this this is the third scenario okay. now where we've, <laughs> we've removed clothes. Yeah, it's key. It just key keeps happening. It just keeps <laughs> recurring. It's a theme. Yeah. Um, Gosh, since I'm doing it so much in all these different scenarios, I think I'm going to devote at least 15 seconds to learning that skill too. It would be useful yeah. for me. So, so Undress, we can all undressing very. So we quickly. can all agree <laughs> yeah. that the strategy would not be to fight. The strategy would be to run. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're focusing 100%. on downloads again. We have 20 seconds, so that's six downloads in two minutes tops. You couldn't get any more than that. Um, did they have super speed? Did that did that increase at all in the I Matrix? Don't. Like I know I, you, at one you point, can at least I was I, just, you can at least yeah. download like the uh, like the skill of sprinting right like there's yeah, there's can, technique yeah, there's it, it wouldn't be like you can't download superpowers you, that's all learned right like the whole Morpheus, yeah. to your point you with Morpheus what? you can download abilities like the knowledge of how to do something but I'd it doesn't make you a superhero hot wiring for sure ooh what like do you yo that's well, good either a car. Or, like, if you could figure out how to, like, jam, like, a security system, like, how to, like, lock the blast doors or whatever, something, like, <laughs> you could barricade yourself into a bank and figure out how to close all the safe doors and everything like that. Yeah. But. Have we thought about, does Neo exist? 
in this scenario? Because could we just call him? I thought he was with us. No, it's just us and Morpheus. Oh, okay. I, I think that this scenario is like, yeah, I think it's just us and Morph, and I don't know that... Yeah, it's too easy. I mean, like, we're maybe trying to, like, keep up with him. I, the way I imagine it going down is this. Agents show up, Morpheus is like, you go, I'm gonna hold him off for a while. Yeah. And he, yeah, like, him. fights him, and we, him. Just, and we just, like, take off. I don't know, I... Classic Morpheus. Gosh, the art of everything involved in fleeing. I think we covered a lot of good things. Let's see here, what else... Gosh, we only have two minutes of download so time. If you get if you get fleeing skills, do you have time for someone for the operator? Because like the operator can change stuff. He can send guns. Yeah. He can send vehicles. I mean, he can download something into the room with you. And if he downloads a bazooka into the room, and as soon as the door opens, you just plunk one of the agents in the face. <laughs> you yeah, like I said, you you're not gonna kill them. They're just gonna grab somebody else's body, but. Oh, that's what they did, right? But whatever, yeah. But whatever time is spent like downloading guns into the matrix for you, yeah, that's time that you don't have to download skills. Well, if if you get really good at fleeing, if that's your first thing, then maybe that can add to the amount hey, of time that you're alive for the operator to send that's you not bad. bazookas and grenades. I feel that's like not bad. I like the idea of the fleeing, and I think parkour. Immediately, yeah, definitely parkour. Parkour comes to mind immediately. Hardcore parkour. Yes, and then any kind of marksmanship. I think I would, if that's a thing. I mean, I understand the concept of marksmanship. I don't know if it makes me a better marksman, but I want to be able to hit what I'm shooting at. I think you would just want a weapon that could cause mass damage hey, to mass amounts. Of can people. they download a lightsaber? I, you know, that was <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind. <gasps> They would be totally. Un- <laughs> the problem is this. Totally unprepared. Here's for the that. problem. Here's the problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you had them download a lightsaber to you, you would have to download some like lightsaber wielding skills. Yeah. A lot. Like you're gonna use up all of your downloadable space. But obviously, that's what you do because it's a lightsaber. I mean, that seems easy. What about right? some like booby trapping skills? Yeah, like rig the room. Yeah, like. Learn how to to wire a bridge to blow up or something like that. If if you can have enough time yeah. to run across a bridge or at least set like a bear what trap. Are, what are those mines <laughs> called? Claymore mines? Yes, a claymore mine. That, that could be easy enough. There you go. Like those don't yeah. take yeah. too long to set up. You can do that in <laughs> yeah. less than a minute. Yeah. But have him. Yeah. So parkour skills. I think that'd be more beneficial than a gun. Send me some claymores. As yeah. soon as they open the door, we we hit them with claymores. Again, you you kill the the host. Yeah. But you don't kill the agent. The agent's just gonna grab another person. Um, but that would give you a lot of time, I would think, to run away. Also, like, um, there's a uh, skill, shoot, there's a good name for it, and I can't think of Oh, got it. Orienteering skills. Mm. Like, like knowing where you're going and, like, you know, getting from, like, to know how to get from point A to point B. The parkour skills is, like, the art of, you know, it's like the skills involved in making that happen, but to have the knowledge... Like, That's orienteering, I think, is maybe even a sport in some obscure, like, sub-tier Olympics or something. So I'm going to I'm gonna throw this out there. What is the thing that the agent hunting you would expect the least? Right? Obviously, this is not his first time. He's familiar with Morpheus. He knows what you guys are going to do. He's watched all the movies. Coming into the room. Coming into the room. Yep. What is he not going to expect? I think he'd be caught off guard if we were completely naked. So once again, I think getting completely naked is of utmost importance. Very viable skill. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> maybe like make him a like a balloon giraffe or something like that. <laughs> Clowns balloon pony. <laughs> like try to make him laugh. Like set up a presentation, a performance. Or maybe just like, a, a like some PowerPoint slides. Like maybe you on a projector. Maybe just a sign that said uh. he went that way, and then just hide behind that sign. See if they take. Yeah. <laughs> they would definitely so not just expect. Some, that. Just just some basic clowning around things. Some circus clown tricks yeah. would be great. What if like you see if we can expose their sense of humor? Yeah. Exploit it. Yeah. What about like a different form of defense, like like tigers? What if you just downloaded twenty tigers into the room? That don't also hmm. eat and then you? a little cage for you, <laughs> okay. and you hide in the cage mm. and just let don't him they, deal with the tigers. Don't they have guns? That's a bad idea. They have guns, but it's yeah. I mean it's twenty freaking tigers. If I had a pistol, yeah. which is the preferred weapon of the agents, if I had a pistol and I walked into a room with twenty tigers, I'm I'm out. I'm turning around. I don't start shooting at the tigers. Oh. The agents have like super speed. They do. Probably let's, faster than a tiger. Let's swipe. say that they have tiger level. Tigers can. It, it would. Tigers can dodge. Bullets. It would probably catch them off guard. So the tiger would have the uh, element of surprise. On I do the like agents. your balloon animal concept. Maybe yeah, just. I, I think maybe just like a whole. A laugh. <laughs> it sounds like. Well, here, the good news is, is that if we just like downloaded an entire circus, then we would have tigers covered and Damn balloons. Some, some trapeze artist. <laughs> <laughs> so your so your 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 approach here is just try to convince them that they really don't want to kill you. You're too much fun, or at least have a good yeah. time before they kill you. You know, <laughs> yeah. Just try to see how. Like that we're works. putting on a show. <laughs> That's a pretty solid discussion. I appreciate uh, our guest joining us, Mr. Mark. Uh, yeah, I would like to come I back don't... at some point. Hopefully, it's possible. <laughs> well, we'll see. We have to. Um, this was your tryout, and yeah. it's we have to we have to play the tape back. Clay and I have never done an episode by ourselves, so we're yeah. calling these the Xander Chronicles. Oh, um, for reasons we previously explained that you'll be able to listen to. But yeah, maybe when we have instances where we need a third, is, is Corbin the 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 editor in chief of this show? He definitely. Oh is. yeah, I okay. called him. I call him the commander in chief in oh. general. Okay, yeah. he's the president of the podcast. Okay, that's good to know. I'll, I'll send him a box of chocolates or something like that. Yeah, we're we're he's, really pushing presents for Corbin. Uh, he does a lot of <laughs> shout out to Corbin, who does a lot of extra work that literally no one else does. Um, <laughs> it's just him probably, editing the episodes. Yeah, it, it, eighty at least ninety percent, maybe ninety five percent of what it takes to create this podcast is done by Corbin. Yes, at least. Yeah. So chocolates. So, uh, you know, dates with females, <laughs> anything you want to do to just send stuff his way, we would encourage it. <laughs> what if I just sent him a whole box of dates? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think he wouldn't uh, say no. Maybe he'd, maybe he'd appreciate the joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are you guys are breaking up terribly. The connection is going bad. Oh. I think that that's the internet sign of telling us that this episode is now over. Thanks for listening. Hey, thanks to uh, we gotta give a shout out to our uh, to Luster for letting us use their song. You've got the heat. Go check them out. They're pretty great. That's gonna do it. Luster, play us out. <laughs>